have. <laughs> um, well, I don't drink black and tans, but normally, like, my bourbon and tonic is, you know, half and half. Is that what you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I do, uh, you know, I've always been a sweet tea drinker. Like, you mean, like, straight up sweet, southern sweet tea? For sure. 100%. How do you still have all your teeth? There's so much sugar in that. I mean, I love, I'm a hummingbird. I think hummingbirds are my spirit animal because that's kind of how fast I move. I know. And you're like thin and you like float. Yeah. So I'm a hummingbird. And, but I have recently tried to do half and half, half sweet, half unsweet. Is it killing you? No, I'm getting used to it. So I do tea with like unsweet and a splash of sweet. Oh, well, why even bother? You can't even taste it. Yes, you Just can. No, you cannot. Just save yourself those few little sugary <laughs> calories. I can barely taste it half and half. I know you can't with just a splash. I mean, to me, I can tell a total bit of big difference. Maybe I'll get there. Maybe I'll grow up and get there. Uh, <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be like you and drink unsweetened tea. I also drink straight black coffee, girl. Mm. What well, is good to go whole hog? Whole hog. There it is. I missed all those little animal analogies. It is good to go whole hog. I mean, like, full-on black, full-on sweet, full-on uh-huh. whatever you like in your drink. Yeah. I mean, unless it's tequila. Don't go full-on tequila. No, please don't. We don't want to hear about those Jose stories. Cuervo always wins. There people. are songs about it. Just look them up, you guys. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're not... talking about coffee and tea. We are not condoning that. <laughs> well, I was... Um, sitting on Moses' story, you know, he, that dude had it rough. He was in charge of all those people. Oh my gosh. If you read the Old Testament, oh they gosh. complained and whined and drug their feet like a two-year-old that has to go to nap time. I don't know. I mean, it, they could be happy sometimes. They're kind of like teenagers. <laughs> like, they're really happy. Oh, thank you so much. Lululemon leggings, great. And then, you know, the next day, oh, I have to do that? <laughs> I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> For real. I mean, that is what Moses was dealing with in out in the wilderness, you know? I mean, he, a lot of grumbly. Like, I get it. The dude was having a hard time, but it was funny. I was reading about they needed some water, of course. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. I mean, I get you because I love water. Guys. Yeah, y'all, oh, you always put me to shame <laughs> drinking all your water. Hundred, yeah, hundred million gallons a day. I know. I you... would just have to sit on the potty all day if I drank that much. Well, like I would just never get to leave the bathroom. Maybe but I'm anyway. wearing a diaper. Maybe I'm not. You'll never know. <laughs> what I noticed about this story was the Lord give a, gives Moses really specific instructions, like he usually does. You know, like he did with all the things that he had done. Like you should totally dive into the story of Moses because the Lord is just really with him. And back in the Old Testament, the Lord actually spoke because he didn't have Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So God just spoke. Through like burning bushes. And, and with audible voices. And, and yeah, it was pretty cool. Through a donkey, which is pretty awesome. That is a great story. Yeah. So the Lord tells him, you know, in these scriptures, this is what you need to do. So you just need to speak to the rock and the water water will come out. You speak to the rock? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, just summon it, basically. <laughs> summon the rock. Not You don't summon the rock. You just tell the rock to Do provide. what you need to do. Yeah. Okay. And so Moses 
<laughs> he does, but he also strikes the rock. Like, he hits the rock, too. <laughs> so he was adding a little dramatic flair to I the situation. So. I think he was. <laughs> I, I was kind of laughing. I'd never really paid attention to it. And it's like, he was kind of getting a jab in. Because you know, all through scripture, God is... Um, I don't think it's any accident because he's portrayed and called the rock. Oh, yeah. The rock, the rock of salvation. And God, yep. Yes. And so, you know, that's, I think that's why the thing, you know, it was coming oh, from the rock. Like right. he was providing this. I never thought of that. Keep going. And so, um, but then Moses like hits the rock. <laughs> it's like, I'm not just going to ask you politely. I'm going to punch you in the face and ask politely. It's kind of what it seemed like to me. All right, Moses. And so. That's a, that's a big stand there, buddy. Like, I don't know. It just seemed. Um, so he's like, I'm going to follow your instructions. And with a little side, with a little extra hint of sass. With a little sass. Like I'm half in, half out. <laughs> kind of like our half and half tea, right? right. Like. I'm half in, I'm going to do it your way, sort of. And then I'm half in my way. Oh, I do that a lot. It reminded me of when I was little. And um, my mom would tell me, you know, I'd be like three, four, whatever, you need to take a nap. Well, I wasn't tired, of course. I mean, I'm sure I was yawning and my eyes were closing at the lunch table, but I wasn't tired. Um, My daughter was the same way. And so she would say, well, you still need to go to your room and have some quiet time. Mm. And so apparently, you know, I would do that. But she has this fabulous picture of me. I need to try to dig it out. Yes. And so we can post it. She has a picture of me. And I am fast asleep, but I am laying in the threshold of my door, half in the hallway and half in my room. (laughs) Like, okay, fine. I'm going to stay in my room, but also do it my way Uh and be half in the hallway. Oh my gosh. And you're passed out. Yeah. Sound asleep. Cause you know, I wasn't tired. Right. Air quote. But, um, yes. So that is the image that came to mind when I was reading this about Moses. Like, "Mm, mm -hmm." so Moses like, fine, I'll do it. But I'm also a little bit angry and a little bit worn out and a little bit tired of listening to all these whiners. And I don't know why I have to be the one in charge of them. I feel you, Moses. But when he struck the rock, what happened? I mean, it, it, you know, it worked. God See, y'all, water put up with, I mean, God put up with his attitude. He still gave the water. Totally. I'm sure there totally. were some ramifications, though. <laughs> but do you ever get like that? Yes. You know, like, fine, God, I'll do it, but I'm not really going to do it the way you want me to. I'm not going to do it like you said. I'm, I'm going to do it, but I'm also going to do what I want. I get I feel like I do that with a lot of stuff, actually. Yeah. Like, I don't fully embrace all the things. And, you know, like, speaking or, you know, you and I with this podcast. Right. We come in full and we record full on, but we are not going to do social media. (laughs) (laughs) We're just not. I am convinced that, you know, God is above social media. I am too. And I really did use that for a very long time. Like, um, God didn't need Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Okay. Um, yes. So, and then, and then if you don't want to do something right, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, that is a great idea. And look at this person that is so equipped to do it. So I will yes. give it to somebody mm-hmm. else. And then God just hands it right back to me. And I'm like, 
I'm giving it to this person because like you've equipped them and it comes right back to me again. Mm. That's when I know like I'm so disobedient. I'm sure that Moses wanted to give up being in charge of those people a lot. Oh, for real? Like I, Moses had Mm -hmm. way more patience than me. I would have sent them one direction with the other one. Yeah. In the middle of the night. I know, right? Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm out. I've got God. I'm heading out. (laughs) I'm going to live on my own and not put up with you people. Right, I'm going to have plenty of food and uh-huh. plenty of water and a co- and conversations with God all the time. But you're on your own. Oh, like, my he gosh. did sacrifice. A lot, a lot. A lot of peace. And, you know, this is total sidebar. But, you know, I this is what sidebar. happens when you spring this on me. <laughs> I think sometimes we do this in our family life. Ooh. Like. Tell me more. Well, I'm just thinking about. People say your first mission field is in your home, mm-hmm. right? Guess who the hardest people to like be Jesus to is? In mm, your home. In your home. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go outside and go do ministry outside of my home. And I have Jesus and I pray for these kids and like they need to figure it out. It's, And I think as the kids get older, you feel like, I was just talking with someone about this. Recently I heard someone say, this generation is being raised by people who didn't necessarily want to have children, but they chose to have children because that's what everybody else was doing. Oh, wow. I wish whoever that was, I would have grabbed them and sat down for 30 minutes and like, I'm, I need to understand because I always, if something like that profound is spoken, tell me where that is coming from, right? right? But I do think lots of people, when their kids get older, the parents just become hands-off to a fault. Mm. Like okay, you don't need me anymore and you're going to make your own decisions anyways and you're on your phone anyways, so I'm just not going to be around. Right. That's when your kids need you. That's right. You need to be present. That's a half in, half out. You cannot parent half in, half out. Sorry. You can. Right. <laughs> you shouldn't. You should, yeah. It, I'm telling you. I, I mean, we're, I don't, we don't want to get any, we're not judging parents. No, because Life is hard, people. it's super is hard. easy to put my kid on his iPad and go chill. Yeah. And it is really, I mean, it is exhausting and other things are going on in life. And, you know, I know that over the past, you know, month or so with everything we've had going on in our family, I felt like, you know, I was never home to cook a hot meal for, you know, my son and husband and I wasn't as involved and there when he came home from school because I was over, you know, helping my mom and my dad and all the things. And it was hard. Mm-hmm. And I felt terrible being half in and half out for that time. Um, and, I, you know, it's not like I, I helicopter, but it is nice to have those touch points in the day. Yes. Like right when they come home, even if it's just for 15 minutes and those sorts of things. That's not helicoptering, but it is those touch points. And when you're missing those, I felt very half in and half out. And um, I told him that. And he, and you know, he graciously was like, mom, it's fine. Like you're always here. It's just right now. It's fine. You know, which was sweet, but the half in half out can't work. It doesn't work forever. Right. But I do love that you felt it and you acknowledged it and discussed it. That definitely made me feel better. Because what would happen if you didn't do that is Satan would have, like, just lit that fire, girl. Oh, let me tell you. The mom guilt. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, being torn in so many different directions. And that was just between 
that was just the family stuff. That didn't include the outside stuff. Right. You know, uh, the other responsibilities. But I think in those times when we get worn out. Overwhelmed, yeah. I'm right. There. We get worn out. We get tired of hearing the complaining. Or we there's just a lot going on that's stressful. Or we get frustrated with the red tape of life. Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate red tape. Or maybe, you know, like dueling personalities within your job or like maybe you're stuck in the middle of your, you know, your boss and an employee or something like that. Or in your own family, Uh you can be stuck in the middle of dueling personalities. Um, Angry. Like I can get really angry and resentful about people's selfishness. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, and I know Moses felt that way, but then I find that when I get like that, that's when I am more half in, half out with the Lord. Because it's like, I'm kind of, I'm mad at those people or that situation. And then it just kind of overflows into everything. Yes. If I'm not taking that time to really sit and focus on the Lord and rely on Him, it can come out, I can lash out at Him. Uh, which is such an interesting revelation. Uh-huh. How do you lash out at Him? Well, just being half in, half out. Like, fine, if I have to. I'm going to do that. But I want to be all in when he when I feel that nudge. Right. You know, or I just don't have time for that today, Lord. <laughs> I have said that so much in the past couple weeks. Like, I don't I don't have the energy for that. Well, I think on the on the flip side of this, the half in, half out is not good when we're doing it out of um, a bad place in our hearts, right? Uh-huh. Um an angry, frustrated, resentful, the half in, half out is a lashing out then. Mm-hmm. Versus those times in our lives where we feel half in, half out. I wasn't angry at my family right? in, right. That, in my situation. I just had to, I didn't have a choice with what life had thrown at me about being half in, half out. Right. Right. And so, you know, there are times in our lives where that's all we've got. We're, we kind of feel like a quarter in in all of our pies, actually. Uh-huh. We're not even half in, half out. We're a quarter here, a quarter there. Yeah. But we're trying to do all we can. And there needs to be grace in that. I think, you know, with Moses, he would have handled that better. <laughs> like, he was obviously in the angry point. It wasn't like, Lord, I'm just really tired and these people are driving me crazy. And here you go. This is what I have. Right. Right. It, that's a humility It didn't seem point. like that, right. right? Or I'm just resting in you and showing humility and just leaning into this situation. That that didn't seem like that to me. I mean, I'm not a scholar, <laughs> but I just find it so interesting, you know, how people, I love to look at biblical characters, makes me feel so much better about myself. Oh, true girl. Um, But, you know, it's how we approach it. Uh-huh. And and our position and posture that Mm -hmm. we handle the situation in. And so I think, you know, the slowing down Uh in the moment to recognize how we're feeling and verbalizing it like I did with Cully. Verbalizing is so important. My son and I just had a conversation this morning and he took something I said Mm -hmm. and skewed it and said, oh, so what you're saying is X, Y, Z. And I said, well, no, come and look at me. And I said, I'm saying this. And I repeated it verbatim. And I said, now you say that. Like, say it out Mm. loud. Because when you say it out loud and you acknowledge it, 
then you filter out all of your, I don't know, what do you call them? Your own take on it, right? Your own filters that you're putting it through and you have to acknowledge exactly what that person is saying. Yeah, I love that he at least acknowledged it because it makes me think about all the times that we leave a conversation where we don't say it out loud. I mean, I know he was responding like in a, well, this kind of <laughs> sassy way, right? Um, like, oh, so this is what you mean? A little passive aggressive. But if he hadn't said it, so often like we will take something through our filter that someone sells, says and we walk away believing how we have experienced it when that's not what they meant at all. We're only getting half of the story because, I mean, it's like that. I know we've talked about allergies a lot lately. So, <laughs> um, the filter in our bedroom for the air purifier for my allergies, if I never changed that filter, then it's really not going to do me any good. And so we kind of have to do that in our own, you know, sticking with the truth, being in scripture, mm -hmm. talking to people. We take all of our past experiences and all the lies we believe from pe that people have said about us so often and we filter what other people do and how they respond and what they say and we take that for truth we're only getting half the story yeah i have a friend and she says a great she has a great follow-up if she feels hurt by something oh. in the moment she says tell me more about that, that and is great. i thought wow that's brilliant but you know, you talked about the half in, half out. We've been talking about that. And <laughs> it just reminds me of a conversation we had this morning before we got started. You know, we were talking about this thing that's coming up and I've had my name to do it in the pot and you know, it's on the calendar. There are people signed up for the event. And I said to you, well, I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to do that or not. <laughs> and you were like, what? Are you Girl? serious? Are we still talking about that? But I realized like, if I did it, I would be half in, half out. I don't mm. have enough of me to give to anybody else right now. And so I have to, you know, step back until I can fill up, right? That's, I love that. That I think that is so beautiful, and that really sums up what we've been saying. You don't want to not do something because you just don't want to do it, right? <laughs> and be like Moses, who we've talked about, and <laughs> do it out of a revenge or whatever. But when you recognize and you're following your heart and what the Lord is leading you to, it's not going to serve anyone well if we push ourselves and we're half in and half out. Mm -hmm. If you're only half there for those people because you just need time to fill up. And I love that you're honoring that in yourself. And yes, I, hope I am. And <laughs> all of our listeners, that that will be your goal this week. You know, ask yourself, okay, I'm try to recognize I'm feeling a little half in, half out, I'm feeling a little sassy with God or with someone else uh -huh. or fine, I'll do it. You know, like we want to be obedient, but look at the heart and, and then ask if you're, if you're not all in with your heart, then ask, Hmm, why is that? Right. Am I tired? Am I frustrated? Am I angry? Have I not been in the word? Do I need some girl time, mm -hmm. you know, with some good friends, some lifting up, some encouragement, whatever that is and honor that in yourself. I love that. And you get to hold me accountable to make sure that I cancel that event. <laughs> yes, 100%. I'm on board for that. <laughs> All right. Hey, that's part of my squad. If you go back and listen to episode squad goals, you need someone that'll hold you accountable. Mm, we all do. Amen to that. Yeah, girl. Thanks for joining us this week on The Center in the Saint.